So you just got off work, bro? Hell yeah. Uh, where you working at? At uh, Dave & Buster's. Bro. Yeah. I've been there like twice. Bro, I've, I've only went one time when I wasn't working. Yeah? Yeah, since. Somebody told me there's a new arcade. It's like a, um, like a better version of Dave & Buster's. Shit. You heard about that? Um, I want to say it's in Norfolk, too. Did, you, did I tell you about that? It's like an arcade joint, like Pixels or uh, Circuit Social. Pixels might be. Is that is that a new spot or is that that's been around? Yeah, that's been around for probably like three or four years now. No, nah, it's not that. This this a um, brand new. It's like a new spot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, David Buster's was a little weak, I'm gonna be honest. I went there. Well, actually, when I went there, it was like the pandemic was going on for us, so like half the games was closed down. Oh, yeah, understood. Coming in heavy with the technical difficulties. You know what's crazy? I've been saying I'm gonna get new mics or new uh, stands for like since we started the show. Never did this shit. You like the cheapest ones? As long as they work, bro. Hey, they get a job now. Hey, so you got Dave and Busters. We was over here listening to the fucking Mac Miller songs you did before you pulled up. I didn't know you did uh, Knock Knock. No, I didn't do Knock Knock. You did Knock Knock? Um, I did The Spins and I did Good Evening. Good Evening? Yeah. And was it a third one? Winner or something like that? That wasn't in the project, though. Okay. He just like ended up dropping that. It was like a a Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, say something. Tap on that mic real quick. Mic check, mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Is that what I want to do? Alright, we up, we up. Yo, yo, yo. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Now that's hard. That's all we can kinda we can fucking bounce around a little bit. Um the reboot album. I know you just did the fucking the year anniversary to that shit. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, how was that? I wanted to come to that shit, but I had a fucking podcast that I night. I seen, I seen. Yeah. That, that shit was jumping, bro. Like I wasn't expecting. Um, I don't know, like all the love that that transpired from that night, bro. Like it was mad people that I never seen before that was there and knew the lyrics. People obviously that I do know that was there, like screaming the lyrics and turning up with me. But I really wasn't prepared for as lit as that night was going to be, and I guess um. We're going to have a recap video coming out soon, too, so. And was that the spot that I seen you at, like, a couple weeks ago? Where they had the damn, you could text a number and, like, get an image on the screen? No, that was at, um, that's uh, Plaza del Sol. The place that I had my party at was at um, Buco in Virginia Beach. Plaza del Sol is in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just kind of just, because you don't really, I don't really see that many people or out here, really too many at all, like, doing anniversary parties and yeah. shit like that for an album. So what's... What was your thought process behind that? I always try to like, I, when I drop my projects, I always do a, a listening party, but I also always try to do like a um a album release party. And for a reboot, I didn't do an album release party. I just did a listening party. So I was like, yo, the year anniversary is coming up. Why not do a show for the people who really fucks with it? And, you know, so let's see what comes from it. From it. And that shit ended up jumping, bro. Like it was Hella people telling me what songs they want to hear. Uh, I had to change up my goddamn set list like five times. Why? Why you change up set list? Because people was telling me they wanted like they was like yo you gotta do this song and it was a song that like I didn't even have 
in the forethought of my mind. Like I should from, be doing from the album though. Yeah, yeah, from the oh. album. Like I was like, gonna keep it short, do like four songs, and people was like, no, you gotta do this. And I was like, you sure? I thought you'd do the whole shit. No, nah, I didn't do the whole thing. Like, bro, that's I don't know, bro. It's like I come from um obviously like the event curating scene. So like I know that like once performances get like too long, people get um I guess uninterested. And regardless of what they're coming for or who they're coming for, like after like six or seven songs, bro, it's, it's like, passive, all right, bro, yeah, can we turn it's up? It's fast even like, uninterested because you could actually really fuck with it, but mm -hmm. it's almost like fatigued. Yeah. You get exactly, tired. Exactly. Like your body, like you're really physically tired of just paying attention for so exactly. long. So you could even be a super fan of who you're paying attention to, mm -hmm. but you'll still get like tired. Exactly. Like. And, and being that I'm from like that environment, like I never try to like overdo the shows. Like my shit going to be quick, sweet to the point. And... Hopefully y'all y'all fuck with it, and at that point they did. They they really did turn up with me. So yeah, I think really Colt. I think I said up here before. Colt really got me hip to that. Like um, performances not being too long, mm -hmm. and not having too many artists on the mm -hmm. on the set list too, just because of that fatigue. And he really explained Facts, to me in a great bro. way. He was like, just kind of make it more of a party vibe mm -hmm. instead of like a everybody a everybody pay attention to this like exactly. just have music spinning mm -hmm. dj in there spinning great music and then you know slip in a couple hardest exactly. here and there like exactly. how did you start out with kind of the event curating um it was more so i started off just like djing events and then um we started throwing like our own themed parties at work release this was a spot in uh downtown norfolk which was um owned by the same person to own slow dive charlie yeah, Charlie yeah, and yeah. Carrie Ann. So that was like his first like like big, at least that I, I saw. And yeah, it was uh, me and Joe Froxy. We started doing like events there all the time. What, what year was this? This was probably like 2016. Yeah, okay. This was 2016 at that point. I met her too, actually. I met her at the um, at the city council meeting. I want to say she spoke oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, she and did. And then I met her at Zay and them old studio. Oh, well, yeah. And she then they moved people. out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She I was there when she did her. You did. You remember? Do you see the little video they had put together? Yeah, I was supposed People to be there. In the chair. Yeah, I was supposed to. Be I was supposed to be in it too. I was nervous. <laughs> That's why I pulled it up. I'm gonna be honest. I see her do it. Like they all did a great job. And I'm telling Zay, I was like, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't want to do it just to do it. I, I feel like I might not be a good fit. Like he was like, I should do it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like gracefully bow. Out. But it went crazy though. Like. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was supposed to be there too. I don't even. I don't even remember. Well, I flick. <laughs> he would yeah, rock yeah. with you. But I was like, yeah, bro, I don't think I can make it tonight. But I think I probably DJ the night before, so I was high, like trying to recover type shit. Yeah, and that was right after something too. I think something else happened that night. And like people went there. Yeah, it? it was it was another event. Yeah, I forgot now. I yeah. don't know what it was though. So you and her were throwing them at what was Charlie's full, uh, first spot called? Or it was Charles? called work release. Work release. And that's yeah. where kinda like I think drum kinda blew up. Yeah, that was that was in the same in the same like uh era. Cause it was um you know, everybody used to be on Granby Street, but like then we had two spots like almost next door to each other. So we had the parlor and we had work release. And the parlor was like more like like thank you. Like it was like small, but it was like you can it was it would get packed in really fast. So you could turn up. But work release was like this big ass like studio space. It was like almost three, four times the the size and that shit would get packed too. So people would go back and forth from parties. That shit be lit, bro. Like probably the best time I ever had in downtown Norfolk was that twenty sixteen year. Yeah. That shit was turned up. It was even more lit than now. Like I feel like now it's a lot of shit going on there. Even even with the city See that's the thing. That's, well, they did, they that was they going to be slowed it up thing. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because because back then, bro, it was like 
those two spots were the only spots you ever needed to go. It was just like slow dive and thank you. Like, but imagine them being on the same block and with things going on at the same time. So like that shit used to be jumping, bro. Food trucks be outside. Like it was just a different you don't experience. Really see food trucks out here. Yeah, bro. Like that's like a New York thing. It was just like, a different experience. Like even in the back of work release, they was having like van sponsored skate events. Vans, oh yeah, okay. like sponsored skate events. That's like hard. they was really turning up in there, bro. Like, and we ain't seen nothing like that since then. But I'm sure we got shit coming. So, because I think they officially like closed down, um, slow dive, right? Yeah, like, slow that's dive not, that's is not done opening for, anymore. Thank you is done for. Yeah, yeah. that's that's wild to me, bro. Like the the thing I really been saying, even really before they shut it down, because this was like surprising to me, is having these venues that like. That you throw these big events at, but there's no need to pat anybody down. Mm-hmm. What spots do you know that that do that, bro? It's, Where it's like that level of trust, and I don't know what it is, but nobody's on no shit there. It, I don't know. You know it's, what I mean? it's, like, it's not many places that that do that um, that I can think of off top. Only place I could say for, nope, nope. I can't even say them. Nah, it's not too many people I can say to do that. But work release and thank you had like. The community of people where you don't have to worry about that type of shit. So, you think it's just the creative crowd? Like, that's just, I mean, where everybody's on, or is it it's something about these particular establishments that kind of put that energy out? I think it's, um, I think it's both. Um, first off, don't get it wrong. Like, people that be in our creative scene, like, niggas get down. Like, but a lot of times when you come to those events, you know that it's probably like your man's throwing that event or somebody you you fuck with. So you're not trying to you're not trying to mess up the vibe when you when you go in there. And also, people know that these venues are safe. Like a lot of times, we know the owners. Like we know the owner to slow off. We know the owner. Thank you. So like, we're not trying to um, put them in a bad light. And that's what made a lot of us really upset because it's like, how you gonna shut down all the spots where it's literally. No violence going on at, but the, are the ones open that were that had violence at? Yes, there's some that are still open that that had the violence. The it was some that they got closed. That's not slow dive and thank you. They didn't have violence yeah. real for real. They got closed. So did anything get closed down in that main kind of area where the mall is out there, or is um, that all kind of still open? I think the only thing that got closed out there was um Scotty Quicks, Scotty Quicks, the back which was a part of California Burrito. Um, that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like I feel like that's what they were just in. Maybe their location was weird. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if they were in that main section, like they wouldn't really been affected. I don't know. Maybe we're. I don't know. But thank, the weird thing was like, like thank you wasn't even over there, bro. Thank you was out no to you. Like uh, that's not even bottom all or or in Granby. Like, but I don't know. They just targeting. I don't know. I feel like our community, which is yeah, no, I feel it. it was crazy to me just to see the turnout. At the damn city council, I had pulled up to that. Facts, bro. Hella people showed up. I walked up. in. At first, I, I was about to walk in and ask somebody, like, where to go. But then I quickly realized that yeah. everybody there was for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and packed the whole lobby out. I'm like, fuck, bro. That shit was jumping. Yeah, so, okay, so you throwing these events with, with Joe Froxy, 2016. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could back up a little bit. Um, You want to just tell us kind of just a little bit about coming up, childhood life, how you even got into doing, like, what you're doing? Um... Basically, I always like was a fan of music. My my dad and my mom used to always like play like kind of the, the the most fire shit around the crib. That Grew like up I out Norfolk though, born and raised. Yeah, I, I was I was born in Italy. I was born in Naples. Both really? of my parents are in the military, where they they retired from the military. That's how we kind of neighbors. Bosnia is right next to Italy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I was born in Naples, and I was there for probably like ten days, and I was back in Norfolk. Like, mm. and I've been in Norfolk. 
until sixth grade, then I moved to Tennessee for two years. Then I came back, moved to Virginia Beach. Chess I graduated from Chesapeake, and now I'm back in Norfolk again. But um, basically, how I got started with everything was um, my parents was really like into music heavy. They didn't play any instruments or nothing, but they always had like good ear for music. So that shit kind of like, I don't know, like turned gears in my head. And I think probably like sixth or seventh grade, I went to my cousin's house, and he was like 10 years older than me. So I'm like, 11 he's probably like 22 23 he's on a computer it looked like he's playing a game and i'm like yo what is this and he's like bro i'm making beats he was on fl studio three they on 21 now oh, they on 21 now bro um I, I think it's like every year or every other year but um yeah fl three he was like y'all making beats and i was like yo i thought that like only like famous rich people could like make music yeah. he was like nah bro you could do this from the crib he showed me how to download it. I went back to the crib, downloaded it, and that's how I got started. And I gave up yeah. like after the first three months. I was like, this shit's ass, bro. Like, like just trying to learn the program. Yeah, like trying that. to learn the program. Like all my beats that I was making was was trash at that point. But I gave up. And then I ended up picking it up like three or four years later. And I really started going heavy on yeah, it. So it was beats first for you. Cause I know you like yeah. Yeah, Well, you, I, I rapped first, but I didn't know like how to record. Like I didn't have a mic or, or I didn't know about like having interfaces and shit. I thought you had to go to the studio. This is literally me in sixth grade, bro. So like it wasn't no YouTube, none of that shit. So I didn't see anybody ever record anything. So I didn't know anything about that. So I was like, the first thing I can do is make beats and I can just rap over the beats to myself anyway or write raps to them. Yeah, just in, like, just in life. Yeah. So that's basically how that started. Uh, is your cousin still? Do anything with music? Yeah, he still makes music too. And he's he's hella proud of me because every time I see him, bro, I let him know, like, bro, like, the whole reason why, like, my life is the way it is right now is because of that two-minute conversation with you. Like, it's just crazy. Bro, I've, I've talked about that with people before. Like, it's funny how... Oh, and shout out to the minister. Hold on. His name is the minister. Okay. He lives in Memphis, Tennessee right now. Shout out to the minister. Okay, so you got family in Tennessee. Yes, okay. yes, yes, still. My mom still lives out there. Hey. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Is he... Some type of minister or something, or that's just what his. No, that's what his um his stage name is. Okay. Oh my bad, bro. Are no, you good? You good? But that's what uh, his stage name is. But yeah, just like me and these people, bro. Sometimes in life, like that, nudge you kind of down a path, mm -hmm. or it could be with a conversation, or with like they showing you something. Like that's that always just felt kind of crazy to me. How you could trace back certain things in your life, like yeah, yo, this bro. is the moment where everything changed. Exactly. And like, yeah, and I think that's that's the most fire thing about life. How something like. What you would think is so small could like really like change somebody's whole perspective or whole life at the end of the day. Like just introducing me to Fruity Loops 3, bro. Like that shit literally, I don't know what I would do. You have, what you I, where I would be version? at. Huh? You have the crack version and you pay for it? Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've never, bro, I've yeah. never paid for a program. I never paid for a plugin. I never paid for a VST. Like I was literally doing cracks and key gens since seventh grade, bro. Like so. Like, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. If the I can't find it, I can't that. find it. Yeah, I, I, I torrent a lot of my shit, too, I have in the past. Now I fucking bought Logic. I uh, pay for Premiere. You're a good Because, like, when you start upgrading computers and sometimes, like, to transfer over your shit, it's a hassle. You got to redo everything. Or, like, I've, um, I cracked a bunch of torrent or I cracked a bunch of plugins, too, which I noticed I get sometimes problems with that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, a lot smoother operation yeah, you when you no get it right the right way. I tried to finesse Apple one time. <laughs> the new Logic came out, I want to say a couple years ago, and um, I had the old version torrented. So I'm calling Apple like, 
yo, like uh, the new Logic, it's on the App Store, right? So I'm like, I'm trying to get the, new, I'm trying to upgrade to the new Logic, like, but it's not letting me upgrade. It wants me to buy the new version because if you had it already, you could just upgrade for free. Mm -hmm. They like, yeah, we looking in our systems. It doesn't look like you bought it. Like you bought it. I'm trying to finesse. I'm like, ah, right, fuck it. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, you need like, oh, never mind. I'll talk to you off camera about. It. Hey. Yeah, bro, how illegal is shit like that? You know, they always talk about like illegally downloading movies and shit. Like, I wonder if people actually like go to jail for that. I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, Cox, fucking cut off my internet because I was trying to torrent some shit. Really? Yeah, they they chopped my shit off. How do you know it was because of that? Because they told me. Really? They, they sent the email. This is probably like 2018, bro. 2017. I was uh trying to download the Ren and Stimpy collection, bro. Like every episode of Ren and Stimpy. And in the middle of download, my internet just cut off. And I was like, what the fuck? And I went and checked uh, I guess my Cox app. And it was like, Yeah, your your account has been flagged for downloading or or piracy really? type shit. And I was like, yo, I'm in I'm, the middle of the yeah. download. That shit was so fast. I've never heard of it. That happens to anybody. That's yeah, almost bro. weird. Like, so I'm like, but, yo, so what are y'all spying on me? Y'all spying on my damn yeah, they, browser? They, 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 they definitely do. But it's really more so about what you're downloading. So, like, if you download anything that's affiliated with Viacom, they're on your ass. Like, Viacom don't play that shit. So, Viacom owns Ren and Stimpy. So, if you download Ren and Stimpy, Viacom is on your ass. Like, yeah, certain things are like extra copyrighted yeah. or like they won't even let them hit the internet. Like, mm -hmm. I think Avatar 2 might never yeah, hit the internet. I'm sure. The first one's up there now. But yeah, some movies like they'll never hit it. They hit that shit. You know what I mean? Or they'll hit it. And what these companies do, they're uploading that shit, but they're putting like bugs on the files. So when you download it, they get an information from you type shit. Like, okay, mm. I know who this person is. And that's how they build up, you know what I'm saying, data on uh, a person who's pirating because they put, they're putting this shit out to like to get you type shit. Maybe the data they receive from you is mm -hmm. like worth money. Mm -hmm. So it might be worth more than they're fucking losing by letting Facts. you watch it for free. Mm -hmm. That could be you true. Know? I think what they're doing is um, they basically going to try to get people like as far as like downloading illegal content or um, pushing, pushing, I guess, illegal uh, videos out there or copyrighted videos out there. I think they're gonna they're gonna try to start finding people, but they're gonna do it like they're gonna wait for you to stack up a bunch of videos or movies or or their content. Oh, that's like the king they gonna charge. get you. That's yeah. like when you're like shipping weed. They let you get it, like it a couple times, times. Yeah. yeah. But to get a real case on you, you gotta have over a certain amount of. Then they hit you with that. Yeah, product share, the kingpin, whatever mm -hmm. charge. So I suggest if any of y'all out here torrenting and doing that shit, hey, invest in the VPN. They got free ones too. So uh, yeah, get one of those. Uh, but I think we are moving like into this, you know, in this new age where like data is super important. I think Apple out of all these kind of tech companies, the really only the one I see that's really even talking about it is Apple. Mm -hmm. They they actually just dropped a video like two days ago talking about like uh it's called like something like how your iPhone is protecting your data, something like that. Um but yeah, there's a lot of companies that make money off our data, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, should we get a piece of that money? If anything, like, you know what I'm saying? Some people, some people might not even want you looking under data. My then, data. We got, then we got, on the other hand, we got stuff like TikTok, which they're compiling all of our data, which is run by China. And we don't know what they're going to do with it. It could be useful in the future. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's, there's, I've seen some shit where there's people in the Chinese government that like, their main goal is to infiltrate American society and kind of control our direction of where we're going like how we think and and what we believe and stuff which is kind of scary we don't really think about it because it's just like some playful shit mm -hmm. but that's like a reality Facts. you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know 
So you get the crack version of FL. You making shitty beats. You know what I'm saying? So you say you put it down for a few months, then you came back to it. What was like the? How did I you put get it back down for it? maybe like it was probably like it was a few years. Yeah, it's, it's probably like a year and a half, maybe or maybe two. I was just like, yo, this shit sucks. Also, and, how long were your parents living in Italy before they came back? Um, I think they were stationed there for maybe like two, two or three years. Okay. But they had started dating in Italy and shit, and yeah, and then I came along. But um, yeah, what was the question? <laughs> Like what made you want to pick <laughs> pick it back up? Oh, yeah. I was I was trying to rap again, bro. I was like, bro, like no, I was on. It's a, a website. It used to be called SoundClick, not SoundCloud. SoundClick, but it was a website for um, basically for producers to sell their beats, or you can just listen and get inspired by it. So I was on SoundClick and I heard this beat that I really really love, and I hit up the producer. Was like, yo. I want to get this beat. Like, how can I get this beat from you? He was like, yeah, bro, it's yours for $500. At this point, I'm in eighth grade, bro. I was like, $500 for a year. Facts. I was like, that's dead. I might just learn how to do this shit myself. And that's literally what happened. I started making beats again. And they were trash at first. Then I started learning where to put the snares on the two and the four. And I started realizing a bunch of shit. And I started getting good at it. And I started recording myself on them beats. Did you ever end up selling stuff on SoundClick? I sold two beats on SoundClick. Yeah. My mom was so proud because I was in ninth, <laughs> I was in ninth grade and sold two beats for seventy five dollars a piece. Oh yeah, so I made one fifty. They sent me a check. I got a picture. My yeah. mom took a picture of me this fucking check with one hundred and fifty dollars on it. No, sometimes <laughs> shit like that is all you need to keep you going, like bro. Yeah, and I was like, bro, I can make money from this shit, and that that honestly like opened my mom's eyes up. Like, damn, he can he can make some money from this shit. Like, and yeah, that's what happened, bro. I never heard. What bro did to the beats or nothing, bro, but he paid me for him. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you, whoever you were. So kind of your mom has been like just like pushing you or like supporting you, I guess, since then? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily pushing me, but she she always supported me. Like she never like tried to like deter me away from being creative at all. She was always just for it. Even if she didn't understand it, she was always like rocking with me. So I appreciate her for that shit. Uh, so I guess, so you're making these beats, selling beats. When is the first time, I guess, you release music? First time I ever released music was probably 10th grade when I first moved to Chesapeake uh, on MySpace Music Player. I had oh, dropped yeah. a song up there, maybe like two songs. It was on your page, like when you went to your page? It was yeah, because I had two pages. I had a regular joint and then I had my music one. So I had obviously my music playing on my page too. And it was hella people that was fucking with it then. I was like, bro, this shit crazy. I remember the first, like, the first night I got like, I didn't get it the first night I dropped music, but the first night like I ever got like 2,000 plays in a night, I was like, bro, what's up? I'm about to be rich. I'm going viral. This shit up. A year later, nobody's on MySpace. <laughs> like, mm. that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was, yeah, shit really disappeared. Um, and I guess in that time, I mean, that's early. Nobody's really thinking you can just, even you just think, you're thinking like, I'm going to get rich, but you're probably not really seeing examples of that. Exactly, yeah. I was just like, bro, I got 2,000 plays, like, I was used to getting like a hundred plays a day, maybe one fifty. Uh, were you refreshing the screen? Like, let me see how many plays I got. Hell yeah, like, bro! I was on my shit like a troll, bro. Like, yeah. like yo, let me see what's going on. And even if I got like one extra play after that shit, that, that one extra play might have been me the whole time. But I was like, let's go, bro. They really need to put um music maybe back on on profiles on other platforms too. Yeah, like if there was fire. if there was some type of customization because it would probably make you want to go to people's pages more. Mm-hmm. You could play a song or. Some type of customization. I don't know. That was a cool. That was a cool thing in MySpace. Yeah. Somebody said MySpace was coming back. They made um. 
They did an ad a couple years ago with did like they? Chance the Rapper, Justin Timberlake. This was probably like, I gotta look that up. This was like probably like 20, 2016, probably like around the same time I started DJing and shit. But it was supposed to be making a comeback, but it never happened. But then they said that Tom from MySpace was supposed to be trying to buy Twitter. So we'll see what happens with that. Elon bought that shit. Yeah, he's supposed to be buying it from Elon. Really? Because everybody was hating the job that Elon was doing. So he was like, Yo, so I'm who weird. should I sell Twitter to? And MySpace Tom was like, um, He responded himself? I'm here. Yeah, he responded no, himself. No, that's hard. That's hard. He was like, uh, I'm available. Bro, Tom was all of our, like, pretty much most of our, like, first uh, online friends. Facts. I, Yo, I never deleted, Tom. bro. You said what? I said I never deleted bro out my friend list. Hey. Like, bro, you still good on my end. Elon just changed his Twitter name. He just he wrote a tweet talking about I changed my name to Mr. Tweet and now Twitter won't let me change it back for 30 days. Or something. Wow. So now he's Mr. Tweet. Chill out. You don't hey. got no override and code on that, bro. Hey. How does social media play in in your process? Or like what role does it play now in in these in, in these times too? Um as far as like creating creating or you probably maybe use it for promotional aspects oh a lot, yeah for, like the, for the most part bro I, I very rarely get on social media i mean i'm up there all the time i just like never like tweet or like post for real for real but i mostly just be up there um i'm looking for funny shit i'm looking for inspiration if i am up there and i'm posting shit it is to promote uh most times but i really don't care for social media like that like at least as far as me posting myself like, it just feels weird and awkward. So, like, I'll post every once in a while, but that's not really my thing. I just use that shit to promote, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I fuck with TikTok heavy. I do you on TikTok, it? Yeah. We just started posting on TikTok, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, bro. TikTok the way, bro. I've been trying to get everybody I know on that shit. Everybody be giving me the same excuse, bro. They be like, bro, I'm grown now, bro. I'm not trying to be doing that's not my dances. Excuse. And I'm like, bro. I got a different excuse. What's yours? <laughs> get into yeah, because I'm on you too, bro. <laughs> no, my, my, well, I guess not even an excuse anymore because like I said, we're posting on there now just for like podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. But my whole thing was always like, yo, I think it's going to get banned again. And also, I haven't seen that well of a track record of people that blow up on TikTok and have sustainability. Shit, I can give you a few. Who? You ever heard of Pink Panthers? Mm -mm. Damn, bro. Pink Panthers is a girl from the UK. She makes like, it's crazy. Like, um, it's called uh, UK Garage, but it's to dumb it down. It's like, uh, it's dance music. You've probably heard her songs, but she started popping from, from TikTok and went from having like literally no followers to like 3 million. She's doing boiler rooms in the UK. She's what's doing a, songs. What's a boiler room? Boiler room. Damn, you know what boiler room is, bro? Mm -hmm. Boiler room is like a um I think it started in the UK, but like they would throw like these small ass functions and it would just be like a premier DJ would come DJ and it'll be a small ass function. It's called the boiler room cuz it gets hot as fuck. And people just like turned up. And it might be a room just like this with a DJ in the middle, a camera 360 so you can see everything going on. And like that shit's just literally a party and they do it for a bunch of different like popping DJs. But um, she got her own one and she just performed the whole time. Yeah. And she had other people performing too. And that shit was just, that shit's dumb. So she went up on TikTok and then her other platforms went up too? Like her other platforms went up. She got songs with Kate Trinata, uh, Willow Smith. Um, just hella people, bro. Like, I get it. I get it. Maybe I'm sleeping. Maybe I'm sleeping. Bro, and it's not even just for for music. Like you can 
I done seen podcasts go up off of yeah. TikTok. Um, I mean, that's where everybody's at right chefs now. Chefs go off off of tip, TikTok. People who just make like condiment sauces go uh, up. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of the pink sauce. Let's I go. did see that because that went viral. Ever. I think people are getting hurt by eating that, or isn't it like not safe? That, that's what people were saying, uh, but I don't know if it's true or not. But regardless, what I'm saying is, Shorty blew up. Makes different posting her shit. Yeah. Like, and she blew up. Uh, as far as like visibility, she blew up. As far as like financially, like like it's some places like where you'll just get the visibility, but not get like or reap any rewards. You know what I mean? Like you might just get seen a couple times, but you ain't get no bread. Like, yeah. but it's people on TikTok who's literally getting seen, getting money from products, and getting paid from TikTok. Like Twitter not paying nobody, Instagram not paying nobody. Instagram is paid off reels. Okay, okay. Not a lot yet. We're not getting OD views. And it's on my page. I wish it was on the podcast page. But um, Instagram paying reels for reels. Okay. Facebook's paying for reels. Okay, Um, I don't use Facebook either. But I think you're right. I think TikTok actually pays more, Mm -hmm. if I I remember correctly. Um, I don't know. Every time I get on there, I do see some new people from out here. I've seen Lex up there. Mm -hmm. I've seen Chris Dassey up there. Just, you know, I don't know. But I feel like it's going to get banned because you know it's banned. It was legit banned. Like, you were not allowed to. I've seen them saying that, but. While they were saying it, I still had the app. So. You had it while, while it was banned? They, they really? said they were supposed to be banning it again. So I think that's the time I'm talking yeah. about. When it, what time are you talking I'm about? I'm thinking about, I think when Trump was president, like it, like kind of when it first hit, like it was banned. I don't think I had it then. Yeah. I don't think I started fucking with TikTok until like towards the end of the pandemic. I think it's about to be a new social media platform. Um, I think Instagram will be around for a while. I think it's about to be a new one once AR hits because mm-hmm. Apple is dr- supposedly this has been rumored for the last like literally like seven years, but this year is supposed to be the year that they're dropping the AR glasses. Oh, so the augmented reality shits. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna I think create just a whole new world of yeah. fucking platforms and creativity and Definitely. different shit. You know, like now we got the even like the AI. We got the AI video shit. Mm-hmm. Like um, we've been actually trying to find it. There's like they're all like betas. <clears throat> they have, bro. They have some shit where you literally it's text to video, so you just type in what you want it to be, and it creates a whole video. Oh, that's sick! So I like, haven't seen um, the visual. I only seen like the painting joints. Yeah, yeah like, like pictures and shit. The paragraph joints when you want like to um, redo your resume type shit. Yep. But I haven't seen one for like actual like videos. That's fire. Yeah, they shot the damn. Was it the RxK the RxK nephew video? Oh, for real. His new one. It's all. Was it all AI created? What was it? Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they tweaked it like. Um, there's some type of post editing, mm-hmm. but I think the the raw like video came from fucking um they are. That's crazy, bro. Like, and it's it's even kids on TikTok who are like getting like AI songs done. Like, mm. like you can type in what you want your beat to sound like and what you want the artist to sound like over the beat. Like, you seen like the AI rapper they oh, they promoted. Like, it was probably like. Five six months ago, I don't it was know, about, AI I know about this robot name. Uh, her name is Lil Michaela. You know oh, for real, nah. <laughs> she looks like a girl, but she's like a robot. That's she has crazy. an Instagram and shit. Oh, my bad. Yeah, go ahead. Oh nah, bro. Like I was just saying. So AI songs. AI is becoming really crazy, bro. Because it's they're making like artificially intelligent music at this point. Like that reminds me of that Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus. You seen that? Yes, with the little doll and shit. Yeah, yeah well, like bro. when she was like brain dead, they made music out of her thoughts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, that shit is getting scary out here, bro. But yeah, we in a new world, man. As long as I think, as long as we don't go to World War Three, we gonna have a lot of cool shit that comes out. I'm, a, I'm, I really been hyped for the, the augmented reality shit. Like I've been literally talking about that for years, just fucking watching videos and shit. Every yeah, year I'm on it, like, like Google glasses and shit. Like, they tried it. They yeah. tried it. It didn't really work. 
Yeah, I was amazed by that shit. Even when that shit came out, I was like, bro, like we really about to head into a whole different direction. Yeah, like when, bro, when it gets to contact, and you could just wear some contacts, and you got the whole That's internet. Scary. You know what I'm saying? You can just search whatever. Mm-hmm. You know all that shit. Like that's OD to me. Like I'm excited for it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I also know a lot of creators are like kind of mad at the AI shit. Hey, bro. If I seen as a long lot of, as you creative, yeah, man, like, it ain't nothing. You should be the word. You don't have nothing to worry about because if I feel like if you if you feel like you the one, no no computer can replicate that, bro. Like, yeah, and you can. I guess you can just use it as just another tool. Exactly. To yeah. be creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, so you got reboot out. You just did the damn uh, the album part. So okay, so you so you you dropping you dropped on MySpace. Dryce dropped two songs over there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we stopped at. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's why I, I first started like dropping music, and um, I think from there, like I think I dropped my first project. I want to say it was probably on my senior year in high school or freshman year in college. But at that point, bro, like, at least nobody around my area was, like, dropping, like, full original songs, like, not instrumentals from, like, classic instrumentals and shit like that. Like, I, my whole project was, like, fully... Produced by you. It wasn't even you. just produced by me. Okay. I, I did produce songs up there, but, like, I had friends who had who had beats that gave me beats on my... And that shit actually started going up. So, uh... That's when I really was, like, I started taking shit serious once I dropped my first project. And I was like, okay. What did that drop on? That dropped on um like MySpace um what's the name of them weak ass websites Z Share User Share I don't okay. know but all them weak ass websites where you can just click and download the whole thing because back then you know saying I wasn't like streaming sites and shit I couldn't put on Apple Music um they had iTunes but people didn't know how to put their shit on iTunes back then so we was just dropping it whoever had the link could download the zip file simple yeah. as that I hate that simple as that you didn't have a physical. Uh nah, my man's Mo. This is like my brother. He uh, I, that's my roommate to this day. But uh, when I was in college, bro, like started like burning CDs for me. He would print the cover <laughs> on them. He started selling them. I was just like, bro, here's here's your profit type shit. Like I was like, bro, you can keep all the money you make off this shit, bro. Like I don't care. I'm just happy that like you it fuck with it enough yeah. to give it out to people and sell it. That's a little different. I think I would have been like, bro, let me, yeah, let me get a little cut. I'll take a look. Bro, I wasn't even worried because we was already a business together. We had a clothing line together. So I wasn't concerned about the music selling. I was concerned about the, the clothing line and shit selling. Were you going by fake Azumi at this time? No, at this point, I was going by B.J. Okay. And that's what you will see on like my Mac Miller credits and shit. It'll say B.J. B.J. Because I know you actually, you have, even you, even now you have two names, right? Fake Azumi and Shade Azu. Mm-hmm. What's. I never, I never really knew the difference. Like, what's, what's the difference? So, Fake those? Yuzumi is more so for. Um, hold on. Fake Yuzumi is more so uh, production and DJing. Uh, Shaded Zoo is literally just that's when I'm on, when I'm using my vocals for music. Okay. So, if I'm singing or rapping, that's Shaded Zoo. Everything else is Fake Yuzumi. And it's like, Fake Yuzumi is like the. Um, almost like a mad scientist. Like, like okay, he's is the the uh, antith- antithesis of what does that mean of me? <laughs> that's basically like the um, that's basically like the uh, the foundation. Okay, yeah, it's basically like the foundation. Fake Yuzumi is the foundation. Shade Zoo is like a, a off skirt, like a Mad Lib has like Quasimodo. So it's just like when I'm fucking around, when I, I actually do want to record, I'm going by Shade Zoo. 
But when I'm producing and shit, it's, it's sexy to me. Uh, and what was that first project called? The first project was called Diamonds, Dunks, and Backpacks. And those are three things I really liked in high school. I was wearing Dunks <coughs> way before they started taxing for them shits. And, okay. And also, is there... And can people go listen to that? Is that like still exists on the internet? <sighs> nah, I'm pretty sure I scrubbed that shit. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't want anybody to ever hear that shit. I don't have people ask me to put this shit on streaming. I said, I will never do it. I hated my voice. Uh, I was a fucking kid. You recording vocals on FL too? Yep. Yeah. You can keep it if you want. I'm good. Um, no, I think then I recorded in, um, no, it was FL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this was, you said senior year? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess moving forward. Also, how long were you, when, when did the Mac Miller uh, play some continues? So the Mac you, you Miller. You going by B.J. Yep. Yeah. So the Mac Miller shit happened the next year. Well, okay. freshman year in college as well. And also, what did you go to college for? Uh, I went to Virginia State and I... That year I was undecided or undeclared or whatever the fuck that shit's called because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I ended up um, get it like doing mass communication because I wanted to do like some type of media, but I dropped out. But um, freshman year is how I got connected with Mac Miller, and did you actually like meet him and stuff? Mm-hmm. Right. I'd beat him before that happened, but I met him afterwards. But long story short. Damn, bro. I want to tell you the whole story, but it, bro, might, we got time, it might be too long. I'm listening. All right. Before so, we even get to it, I do want to say Mac Miller was the first concert I've ever been to. Hmm. I went to his fucking tour, uh, show at, bro, I was in like eighth grade, ninth grade. I want to say 2009. Was it a Macadelic tour? No, no, no. What, what was the tour before Macadelic? Um, he probably did like a Blue Slot Park tour. Mm, bro, I forgot. Now, it might have been the Macadelic tour, bro. The but all I remember is that the like crowd was not hyped like they should be. We in like this is here. This is here. Like I forgot. I think in the Coliseum maybe. Did he have uh, mushroom balloons? I can't remember now, but I really okay. can't remember. I went with my friend Morgan, my friend Abetta, and this other girl, and we was hyped. Like our group was hyped. We were standing up and shit. But a lot of the crowd was like sitting down. This was before he was like OD known like that. Yeah. Like, but that, that was always like that was my first. Actually, that was my first ever concert I've been to. Yeah. That's crazy. Or it might have been a kids tour. Cause I've seen him. He was at the Norva for a kids tour. I think he did like he did some shit in like Hampton, I think, for the yeah. Macadelic tour. Something like that. I forgot now. But yeah, you know, that was that was a big moment for me. Like I remember thinking, like, yo, this is damn near life changing. Like it's like my first show, like big show. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But that shit, the way that shit um happened, I think Oh, so you want the long story or you want the I want condensed the, story. What, you know what I'm saying? I'm listening. All right, so I'm gonna be completely honest the with you. The joint is in your I've, hand. I've never given anybody this this story like um on the record okay so like so basically i knew this girl who um she she i don't she acted like she was plugged in with a lot of people i believed her she told me she was gonna get me a collab with tiger when i was in high school so i was hype as shit like this tiger no I'm tiger like, was definitely killing it this lime and a coconut tiger like <laughs> oh hell yeah let's get it that shit never happened but anyway I give you that backstory to to get to this. So a couple years later, um, Twitter had just started, so it's not a lot of people on Twitter at this point. Like that shit. This is two thousand nine, like early two thousand nine. So hella people not on Twitter. This you don't even get verified checks if like you famous. Can't even, you don't even have a verified check at this point. So nobody knows who is who, but you just gonna assume. It was a Drake page, right? 
had like 2,000, 3,000 followers. And that was a lot of followers at that point because nobody really had followers. So the Drake uh, Twitter tweets like, yo, we looking for an assistant. Like, I need somebody to, to run my Twitter for me. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that shit. Like, I said, I'll do it. And I'm up. Bro ended up DMing, DMing me back. It was like, yo, um, all right, yo, I, I need you to like post at certain times, post these things. Here's the the password, the login, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right. What type of stuff did he have you posting? I never got a chance to do it. Okay. But it was basically just like, it was, you would think it was shit about like legit shit. It was shit about Jer like Drake, like like little blog posts that would come out like, yo, like retweet this like okay. or or post this, post the link, whatever. So come to find out, the girl who I was telling you earlier who was acting like she was plugged in, she was faking like that was a Drake page. That was her page? Yeah. She basically was controlling the page, but it, it was you look, you would think it was Drake's page. Yeah. So once I found out, I got hot. I was like, why the fuck you playing? I changed the password, changed the goddamn email, made it my page. So I was I, that was my page so at were, that point. You're a Drake now. <laughs> no, I changed it. I changed it to my name, oh, my picture. Just, oh, so you just basically I just took over the page. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my page. Like it's my Twitter now. I'm like you Drake now. Oh, yeah. oh no, I'm not Drake. Hey yo, yeah, I'm not Drake, bro. But I think in in those followers, I think Mac Mac Miller's manager was following me. But I think, like, after a couple of months, he didn't know why he was following me, but he, he was following okay, me. Like, he probably followed it when it was Drake. When he was Drake. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't know why he was following me. Like, But I would, like, post, like, my graphic designs. And I was pretty nice at graphic designer. So he hit me up and was like, yo, I have an artist named Mac Miller. Um, he got a project called Kids coming out. We would like you to do, like, the cover art for it. And I was like, okay, that's fire. I was like, well, just to let you know. Like, I produce, too, and this is what I mainly focus on. Like, if y'all want beats, like, I send y'all some beats. And you didn't know of Mac Miller at this point? I I heard of Mac Miller because I knew who Wiz Khalifa was. And Wiz has had a song with Mac Miller. Called what? I don't think I ever heard a song of them together. I think it was called, um, damn, what's the name of that song? You know that shit, Karen? No, nah, it's before Keep Floating. It's before Cush and OJ came out. This we is like, this is like 2008, up. 2009 shit. But it's a Wiz and Mac song. That I heard, I don't remember it now. My bad, I don't want to cut the story off, but this to me it's funny because I really fucked with Wiz and I really fuck with Mac, but it's like I, for some reason I always thought they were like beefing or not cool because you like rarely ever too. saw them together. I thought that too, you know what I'm saying? especially from, with like, that punk episode. Right? I yeah. thought that shit was weird. What episode? It was a punk episode when they punked Wiz Khalifa yeah. and Mac Miller was a part of it, and he was like basically like we gonna have like the cops, fake cops, pull up while he's smoking and have him get pressed. And Wiz was so hot about that shit. Like, Mac was one of the cops. He wasn't a cop. Oh, he was, like, like he was just teams. setting it up type oh, okay. shit. Like it, it was his setup to punk Wiz mm. on, on the show. So that and made Wiz the relationship seem a little like awkward. That as well. Yeah. And I always felt like that before then. But yeah, I don't know what it was. Mm. I thought they might have did. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. Are you saying like Mac was like? Mm -hmm. Mac might have been doing too much. This was early though. I don't know. I don't. Th yeah. I don't, I don't no, think he was like wild. I think now. I think eventually came out like. We spoke on him and shit. Oh, you? I'm good. Um, you find a song? But yeah, my bad. I didn't want to find it. Shit, hold on. Uh, you can, can we keep talking? I can find yeah. it. I think it's yeah, highlights. Yeah, Wiz and Wiz well, and Mac was really like my like childhood. For real, for real. Especially Wiz too. I was yeah, day to days was heavy like Bro, on my laptop. 
bro. I don't know nobody to hear my ocean. It's called cruise control. Cruise control. I might have heard it. Okay. Okay. But yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah, I make beats too. They asking about the the cover cover art. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I make beats too. So I ended up sending like four beats over. And I think like a couple weeks later, he sent me like three songs back to those four beats. Mm. And it was like, bro, we really fucking with these. We want to use these for the project. And I was like, bet. Like, and I fucked with the songs too. I fucked with joints heavy. Is that the three songs that ended up coming out? Uh, yep. So it ended up being uh, Winter, uh, Good Evening, and The Spins. And yeah, that's how that relationship started. And anytime he would like come to the area, first off, before even him coming to the area, like my birthday passed, I guess like that next year. He literally, he, they called me for my birthday for like the next three years, like every day, on my, like every birthday. It would mm. be... It would be the manager first, and then like, yo, I got somebody for you. And Pastor the Mac, and Mac like, yo, bro, happy birthday! And yeah. like, he thanked me for everything. And I'm like, bro, like, I never expected that, but like, I really appreciate it. And like, so what, did y'all meet in person? Yeah, so we ended up meeting in person because anytime he would come to the area or do a show or anything, they would hit me up and be like, bro, like, we got backstage passes for you, tickets for you, and whoever you want to come, like, we got you. Like, come link up with us. So I, I met him on a tour bus once. He played me the uh, Pink Slime project. That's the project Pharrell, he, right? with Pharrell. Yeah. He played me a whole project, bro. And that shit, bro, to the day. That was day. tough, too, though. What was some shit on that? Uh, he only ever dropped two songs from it. He really? dropped uh, Glow. I heard Glow. And I think it was, uh, I think it's called. I want to say it's four songs on that shit. I might be tripping there. No, nah, the whole project never dropped. Really? Uh-uh. That's the whole joint produced by Pharrell. Only two songs, I think, came out. It was Glow and something else. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, I gotta look that. I be keep going. He played songs up there, bro, and it was it was crazy because he got a tour bus. The tour bus that he had, he had got it from Drake. Like that was Drake's tour bus. Like I guess the the year before. So he was telling me how like he was like, bro, I can't figure out the the Wi-Fi password. And he texts Drake. He's like Drake, like bro, what's the Wi-Fi password? And bro was like, yellow. That was the, that was the password. <laughs> he was like, bro, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he started like doing like saying YOLO and shit like yeah. and made that shit like popular um, but that was the same night the songs was, yeah, it was Glow and On A Roll On A Roll yeah. yeah but he played me the whole project it was like five or six songs he had Pharrell snapping on that shit and I, I really wish like I was on some shit to where I, I was recording on my phone like I don't do that shit but I really wish I did cause I really wish I could hear those songs again and I don't know if, if they ever coming out but he, I feel like Pharrell, he might draw some shit. I hope so. Uh, I hope, yeah, do that. But, bro, it's crazy, bro. Honestly, like, when Mac died, bro, like, it was the first time where, like, a like a celebrity died, and, like, I really felt some type of way. Like, I didn't cry or anything, but, that like... That was the first time I cried over Bro, I really, like, no felt lie. that shit. No bullshit. I was like, okay. Because, like, I, I remember my, my boy Cam crying when X died. Like, we was in L.A. at the time when XXX died. We actually went to the uh, memorial at No Jumper. Like, we were there that, that day. And he cried in the hotel room. And I get it, but I'm like, it's like, it's a celebrity you don't really know, bro. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, you know, whatever. And then Mag died, and I'm like, I, I was surprised at how actually got affected I was by it, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. But yeah. No, I think, I think Mac had had a hold on a lot of people, bro. Like, like I felt like, I don't know, a lot of people feel like they grew up with Mac at the yeah. same time. Like... So it was different, bro. Like, that was the first celebrity I literally ever, ever cried about. Like, I, I was at the bar. 
<laughs> I was at the bar when I found out, and like I literally cried, bro. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like this shit can't be real. But yeah, man, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, nah, shit, definitely wild. Shit, definitely wild. I want. I gotta look up. I'm actually gonna look up like. See, there's recent videos of Wiz talking about Mac because I feel like he might have came out and said something like on like some positive shit about I'm him. Sure, like, he has. When you know, yeah. saying after he passed, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So that okay, that was a wild story. So you took over Drake's account, <laughs> and they fucking, and that was the that was the birth. Shout out to that girl. You still talk to that girl? Nah, she kind of got she, communicated. <laughs> that was random story though. Like, how is this your page? Like, you knew her in person? Like, she's from out here? No, no, she lived in Boston. Like, this is like the MySpace okay. era. So, like, this is when you meet, like, yeah. becoming friends with people in all different places. And, like, I didn't know her personally, but like, like I knew her. Like, I never met her, yeah. but like, I knew her, and like, I had friends that knew her. So, I fuck with it. So okay, they, they called you. Okay, as you said they called you. Wish you happy birthday for a few years. Also, um, we were on TikTok and shit. I wanted to ask you. I seen you posted a video of some like little kid rapping your song. Oh yeah, how was that? That shit Zion, was crazy. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Zion. So that's a random little kid. I thought it was okay. Actually, it comes to find out it's a friend of my son, but she doesn't live here anymore. But. Yeah, she had told me before, like, yo, my son really, really fucks with your music. And I was like, yo, that's what's up. I'm thinking she's just saying it to say it. And, bro, I'm literally on TikTok one day, and it's like, yo, you got a uh, a mention. I'm like, who the hell? Or a tag. I'm like, who the tagging me in this video? Was into that I shit click too. on it, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, bro, literally rapping that shit word for word. And I was like, yo, what the hell? And I didn't recognize him at first. I was like, yo, it's some random ass kid like reciting my shit word for word. Hell no. Like, I'm going up on TikTok. Yeah, and then shit started like, started clicking. I was like, wait, I seen his name or he told me his name. And I was like, wait, I, I know who you are now. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. And that shit is even, even cooler to me, bro. Like, yeah, no, bro, I was like, that was cool. When I seen that. When I seen that video. I said, this kid's really into this shit. That shit was fire. Yeah, like, even on TikTok and stuff, I'm going to start, we're going to start trying to do, um, I don't know if you've seen like the reels we've been doing, the short reels, mm -hmm. like we like the comedy ones kind of. Mm -hmm. We did shit with the hot dogs mm -hmm. and then the shit with the binoculars. So like we're gonna keep doing that. And that's kinda we're trying to like literally like just go like go viral, go up, just make eye catching shit that's whatever stands out. Facts. And then but I'm gonna also start doing stuff with artists to promote their songs. Mm -hmm. Like trying to make some like 30 second reel and they're like the, their song is playing in the background. Cause right now we're just using like sounds that like kind of fit the vibe. Mm -hmm. But just different types of fucking content. That'd be fire. Just yeah. on some like, yeah, like almost on some like TikTok shit, like some shit. I really want to make. I want to make something that people use the sound and make their own videos to it. Facts. It's like, but what are we gonna make? I don't know what it is yet. But that'd be super cool to me. Like, it all has to. <laughs> it don't even gotta be a song. It could be somebody like talking in there or whatever a song, whatever. Like, that's really all TikTok is about, bro. Like people make new sounds and everybody just start using it. One thing catches on, and then you'll see, like, a million people do the same thing. It'll be like, say, for instance, you just had a song that you wanted to play in the background. And if you did a funny dance to it or something, it'll be like a thousand. And it, it catch on, it'll be a thousand motherfuckers doing the same shit to your shit, following right, belong, yeah. right along behind you. Bro, that video you just showed me would probably go viral. Just put a little editing behind it, some motion. The shit that happened at your shop. He just showed me a video that happened today. Can I say that? I'm gonna say it. <laughs> but no, I was fucking. Um, I guess one. Some people at his shot. Some dude was eating a hot dog, and somebody I guess said something. Some, some dude went up and slapped him. <laughs> hey, chill out. 
It was like a security cam footage, though. He showed me, like, a, he recorded that. I was like, I thought he was about to get robbed. I was like, he's like, yo, look what happened at work. I'm like, thinking it's supposed to be somebody running there with a gun or something. Hey, um, But yeah, okay. So, also, I want to ask you so, I think Comfy is the newest release, right? That's uh, with, with Mac. Yeah, right? yeah. Did you produce that or was it? I produced that. Okay, yeah. yeah. I produced, and that's your girlfriend, too, by the way, right? Yeah, that is my okay. girl. Yeah. I produced she go crazy. her past two projects. And wait. I did Comfy and Say Yes. Those are two collabs that we did together. Hold on, when's this supposed to drop? This episode? Yeah. Uh, what's today? This will be out on Friday. This Friday? Yeah. Oh, I gotta be quiet then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are two songs that um. Yeah. So we assuming there's some new shit in the works. Oh, if it's coming out on Friday. Oh, this Friday. Yeah. Oh no, I gotta be quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now she go hard. I seen her perform at um. At Utopia, I think. Oh yeah, she be going crazy. Uh, like Hajami, you know that. Uh, I think I seen her perform at a show randomly. It was probably like 2017, I believe. And I think I saw her and a couple other like fire. I think it was an all girl show, like only girl DJs, girl performers. Was it at Utopia? Nah, this was oh, somewhere right. in Norfolk. That was the only time I ever been to that place, but. I think I seen her perform. She performed a song called Autumn Leaves. And I was like, yo, whoever this girl is, fire as hell. And I think we had, like, mutual friends. So I was, when I was DJing at work release, like, she would be at work release. And we ended up, like, working on music together. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How the fuck did you start DJing? I didn't even ask you that, actually. Bruh, it's crazy how this started. Because um, I don't know if you know Gabe. Gabe Nels? Yeah. Yep. He was the only person. I had went to college, and when I dropped out of college, I came back home. And I hated going to the clubs around here. I hated going to parties around here. Because it was all playing, like... Oh, they was all playing, like, the weakest shit. Like, just shit that I was just tired of hearing, especially coming back home from college. Like, I was playing, like, underground shit, like Dom Kennedy, Currency. Like, just, like, cool shit. And... Gabe was the only person who was playing, like, I felt like fire music or music that was just opposed to radio music or club music. So he was DJing at the parlor at that time, and I remember hitting him up, and I was like, we had, like, a little bit of a rapport, but I didn't know him like that. But I was like, bro, like, I would really love to, like, start DJing because you play shit that I like, and I feel like we have similar interests. And he was just like, all right, bro, bring your, bring your computer one day, and I got you. And I literally went in there at my MacBook. I had the program downloaded, and I never DJed before in my life, bro. I was literally playing one song, stop it, next song. Yeah. And everybody in that bitch was getting lit, though, regardless, because I was playing shit that no other DJ was playing. I was playing Father, Key, uh, K Trinata, like, just shit that... I yeah, really just got hit with Kate when, uh, when she was out here. Who? Or Kate Trinata. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a guy. Yeah, my bad. He was just out here. Um, y'all didn't even know who that was. Oh, yeah. He's uh, fire, bro. He's a he's a DJ and producer. From, so what year was this when, when you started? Um, This was 2015, 2016. So you playing it back then. Yeah, yeah. I was I was hip. Like, all that selection shit. Like, And a lot of people were hip to that, too. But that was the shit, like, they was only going to hear ride into the venue like they knew no dj was gonna play that because none of the djs was hip like that except for like gabe and a certain few 
So when I started DJing, I wasn't even like mixing and transitioning, didn't give a fuck about BPMs and tempos. I was just playing songs. And they fucked with me because I was playing songs that they fucked with, but they never got to hear in the club function. So I actually started learning how to DJ. And shout out to uh, Joe Froxy again, because she showed me how to blend music. She showed me how to do a lot of shit. And that's how I started going up DJing. And Charlie from Work Release, I think one night, that same night after the parlor, he had a venue like right across the street. But it wasn't like a party venue. We went over there. He was playing music from like his uh, iPad, like playlist music. And it was probably like 40, 50 people in there at three in the morning. And I was like, bro, can I play music? And he was like, sure. And I started playing music off my SoundCloud. Everybody started turning up. And he was like, bro, about two months or so, I'm about to open a new venue called Work Release right across the street. I love to have you DJ. And I was like, that's fire. But to be honest, I don't really know how to DJ like that. Like, this is like my first night DJing mm, for so real. You just playing shit off your phone, like on SoundCloud. Yeah, in, in his in his venue that yeah. night, I was just playing shit off the phone. He was just like, he said, bro, he was like, I don't care about that. He was like, I can tell that you can get the party going, and I like the music that you're playing. And he was the first person to start paying me DJing. And I was getting paid when I was getting started more than a lot of other DJs, bro. So I knew that shit was like, irritating people but he mm. really like put me in position us in position like he was paying all the djs well so it wasn't just me so he was paying all the djs well but it was just me being like just getting started like bro i was eating bro. <laughs> that shit was love who, who, who were some other djs that were djing there when it first started when our work release first started it was uh me joe froxy gabe nows uh davy wreck um vega who else? And what is I also what is I guess an average? Is there like an average Def, pay? Huh? Who was the last one? Def, Def. Uh, Durag Def. Okay, I was gonna say like who is the um or what is like the average pay for a DJ? Um, I, or, I guess it depends. Yeah. Like out here, I guess it depends on like the scene. And yeah, shit. it depends yeah. on the scene and depends on on what the event is. To be honest with you, like it's events that I would still do for free, depending on what type of event it is. Like if it's like community event, share like community-based event i'll do that for free i'm just like it's not always about the money but it depends like it's people who charge 250 300 an hour but it's other people who will do that same event for free so those people who charge that much ain't gonna get booked that much because there's people who will do it for free just for exposure or there's people who will do five six hour events for 50 60 dollars mm. and they get in low ball but they want the exposure that might be starting out. I guess I'm thinking of more just like a, you may you don't got to be like a famous DJ, but just established in a city. Mm -hmm. If you're just at the yeah. alley or you're at the club every weekend, you're the DJ. Yeah, like it'll, it can range from anywhere, bro. From uh, depending on what <laughs> you, who you are and what you'll settle for. But okay. it'll, I guess it can so, range okay, from yeah, anywhere. Like, from you can do it like an hour hourly rate. You can do it like a, a bar percentage. Uh, Some DJs will like take money from the door. It really depends on like. It's a lot of different ways you can get to it, though. So you said Charlie was out here paying DJs well early yeah, on. He always has. I think he's a super interesting guy, too. To We're day. supposed to... I, I talked to him at the can. He said he wants to have, like, a conversation with me. Because he was telling me... He, I think he was telling me he was in prison and some more shit. Like, he's... Bro, he's done some things. Yeah, Charles... Like, right, I feel like that would be a fire combo. Charles is, is a very yeah. um, 
well faceted person. Like he's he's seen a lot of different sides of life, so it's it's good to get game from him. Hell yeah! So okay, I guess being a DJ also, what do you what are your thoughts on the scene just then and now and maybe like the future where you see what you see happening with this scene? I feel like um, I don't know, man. I I got hopes for what I hope what what I want to happen, but. I don't know, bro, because I, I would have never expected that they shut down Granby like that. So, I don't know. Um, back then, this shit was jumping. All love. all It was a whole community, bro. Like, So you say commu- the community died down since then? No, I think the community is still the community. Like, okay. it's, it's still love. Um, I just It just feels weird because we don't have the venues anymore. And... I don't know. It's been like it's been legit. Like what, like six months now? How long? So you, it's but you would say before that it was a major improvement or a pr- improvement? Yeah, yeah, since definitely. Like, yeah. From then to now, only thing that I feel like is different is um, I feel like it's kind of like everybody's kind of split up at this point. Like it's you going you know who's going to be at certain events. You know who's pulling up to certain events, and you know who's not going to pull up to certain events. So I feel like it's kind of more, like, separated right now. But when an event is big enough, everybody pulls up. Yeah, from what I see, too, though, it's like um, the the majority of the, of the people that are involved in the scene is cr- other creatives, which is which is fire. I love that. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them. But it's like I'm, I've really just been thinking how we can reach the everyday person out here. Mm-hmm. That would go to uh, if any celebrity came to the city, they'll go to that show because they want to experience that. But it's like, how can we how can we show them that there's like we're creating experience? There's, there's people creating experiences like that here like all the time, and maybe it might be worth their while to go. I know. Um, Dom's was telling me Al Dom's. I was yeah. talking to him a couple of days ago, and he was just telling me like, we just start gotta start making a big deal out of ourselves. Like we can't just like. On a half-ass shit or make it, we gotta go all the way with whatever we do. So if we are gonna throw an event, we need like recap videos. We need shit to make it look really big, just like any big artist would do or any big uh, brand would do. They have recap videos, videos leading up all the way until like they make it look like a big deal. And you gotta do the same thing. That's why a lot of people will start paying attention to you because you're making yourself look like a, a bigger deal then you might or not saying that you might be that well, well yeah same. maybe not even making yourself look like a big deal but just doing the things that somebody who is a big deal would do exactly or checking yeah. off them boxes it's not like you got to treat eh. yourself like them yeah that's that's basically what i was getting to <laughs> yeah yeah treat yourself like these these big brands these big corporations so it's like, yeah, so it's like a regular person like damn it's some shit i can't miss out on or exactly like, or what's going on over there from i mean we i think we do make it I think I see a lot of people hyping each other up. I like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's just like about reaching that everyday consumer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe and, we need to find and ways. And this is another reason why I fuck with TikTok, too. It's because on Twitter and Instagram, we literally like push into the same circle of people all the time unless they share it. And if they do share it, I'm saying it's it's going to get to different people, but like how many of those people are really going to engage? Yeah, the virability kind of slowed down on Instagram. Exactly. Also on down virality on TikTok, they they just came out. You seen that shit where they're talking about they have employees that can make things go viral. 
Oh yeah, I, I could like I could they see have that. The, they pick what goes viral. Pretty yeah, much. I could yeah. see that. I could see that. But also like on TikTok, like you'll see shit go viral just like regionally or like just it's like statewide, and it's like you can you can blow up yourself just like doing shit on TikTok and just like tagging Virginia and like blow up that way rather than just pushing your shit on Instagram or Twitter because you're gonna get to, well. Instagram now, since they're doing reels like TikTok, it's it's a different algorithm. But yeah, I feel yeah, like we've been, we've been reaching some people with the with the reels. Yeah, yeah, reels are definitely get your shit pushed out to different people. But the reason why I like TikTok is because every time you post, it's basically like a real effect. And the everyday person is not just posting, or the everyday creative isn't just posting reels on their Instagram. But if you on TikTok. And you're posting like you're literally reaching a, a new audience every time you post. And I think that's the most fire thing about TikTok. <laughs> Instead of just posting to the same circle of people that always see your shit. Uh, that's what Instagram was. Or it's like mm-hmm. just where everybody's at now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's probably key to why people are even over there. Is that it's that feeling that you can go viral easier. It's like, okay, let me go try it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we like we on it. We on it. Uh, we, I'm pretty much just posting the same shit I post for reels on, on TikTok. I really just started. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Um, TikTok might be the way if it doesn't get banned. Um, fuck with it, man. Uh, what were you saying before that? What were we saying? Yeah, Karen, I don't even remember. I fuck with it. Um, I was. Oh yeah. So what, what, I was gonna ask you. I think one more question. Um, the High Snob Society. You had a write up on them. I wasn't really even hip to oh, them. Oh, High Sobriety? High oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to their page. They had like 5 million fucking followers. I thought this must be a big platform. Oh, yeah. So um, shout out to uh, to Lo for that. She is a DJ out here as well. But yeah. She's a writer for um, for different brands and publications. And um, yeah, she uh, wrote about the flip phone for flip phone. So that, that's a group you're in, right? No, so that's a record label. Flip Phone Plus okay. is a record label, the record label that I started. And um, it's me, Lex, Lucent, uh, Mac, uh, who got the Dutch, Splash of Gold. And um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. The write-up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So she wrote about us on the write-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, she wrote about us as, like, a top 10 artist in a DMV. And um, that was a real big look. And High Snobriety is uh, more like a, a fashion brand. But okay. they they dip and dabble into, like, um, music and a bunch of other different things. So, yeah, that was a, a really big look. So I appreciate Lo for, uh, mm. for that. Hell, yeah, I fuck with it. Um, that might be a fire spot to leave, man, bro. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on. We like um, an hour in, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh damn, it's been an hour. Yeah. Oh no, we good. Yeah. And, and, and uh, anything else you want to touch on? You oh, talk about whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I did want to say something. I'm that's my page that I have now is not the Drake one. That's Twitter. So yeah, oh, I gave that, that page right. away. So don't yeah, don't nobody say nothing to me. I you feel bad. You get back to that girl? No, nah, I actually uh gave it to another friend of mine. Yeah. And. Yeah, I was like, I, I didn't want it because I was like, yo, I feel weird. Like, like these a cheat code? Pe- yeah, yeah, I was like, these people aren't here for me, bro. Like, I just started over from zero. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it would have just got so big eventually that like Drake like offered to buy it from you because it was like, 
Well, I had already changed the name and shit, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it won't like it wasn't Drake. Like I wasn't like <laughs> using a Drake page, like or a fake like Drake alias. I took somebody's fake Drake alias and made it my page, yeah, and put yeah, fake like, Yuzumi my picture and had all their followers like but type shit. Yeah, but isn't it? It's even crazy. Like that's how you got that placement from having yeah, that page. Yeah, I, I think I think you know that's what, what it was. Like that's that's just a crazy fucking. Yeah. Sometimes they just be lining up, bro, in fucking weird ways, and I don't even think you notice it in the moment. It's like later on, it'd be like years later, like, yo, yeah. damn, that shit really... That yeah. shit was like, yeah, that shit was a very perfect miracle. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I love it, bro. Um, I appreciate you for sliding, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Comfy out now. Uh, anything, else, anything else that should be reboot still? Keep streaming that. Oh, reboot out right now. Uh, I guess when's the next time you're going to be spinning anytime soon? Um... Oh, I'm in New York, March 4th. So uh, if anybody in uh, Brooklyn, come pull up on me. <laughs> oh yeah, last question: Are you moving out of Virginia? I seen. I feel like I seen you. Seen a few people teasing about it on Twitter, talking about uh, it might be time this that. Are you moving? Are you moving? Hey man, I don't know. Uh, it don't seem I don't like, like. I don't like how that sounded. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It don't seem like. As much as I want to be here, bro, it don't seem like it's a, it's a lot to keep me here right now. I feel it. I feel it. And time is a very valuable asset that we have, and I'm not trying to waste mine. Hell yeah. I appreciate you, bro, again. Uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, like I always say, fuck with artists from the 757. I love y'all, though. Yeah. yeah, all bros' <laughs> links will be in the description. Um, yeah, peace.